Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, Graham here on the way back from Easter Road. Myself and Colin are on the MH just now. Looking forward to heading to Ibrox after picking up a good solid three points today. How are you doing, Colm? I'm very well, I'm very well. If, um, if I'm speaking more nonsense than usual, it's because I'm driving and um, I've already had some constructive feed, uh, constructive criticism on my driving today, so my priority is getting us back along the MA. But no, I'm very good after a solid Rangers victory. Uh, I must say, Colin, my nail marks will be in the dashboard of your car. <laughs> uh, it's been an experience, but yeah, well, we're well on our way back to Ibrook, so... Look, obviously we um, came to Easter Road after hearing uh, Michael Beale after the after the game talk about you know having twelve players out losing goals and specifically not great. Was there any surprises for you on the lineup today? So I didn't actually realise the extent of the injury problems. He spoke about losing Glenn Kamara and Scott Wright yesterday um, in the um, in the build up and. Uh, Robbie Matondo in the warm-up as well so when he said he had like 10-12 players out um, that, that, that surprised me I thought today's lineup was all just really based on getting getting young players minutes and trying to give people an opportunity to impress next uh, for next season but um, it probably makes today's victory a bit more impressive when they've had to and Robbie Matondo was in for a start and they've changed that last minute yeah, absolutely. I think um, obviously the start to the game was quite lively. Uh, a couple of early corners and maybe a break on from Hibs. Uh, how did you feel on intensity and urgency went after that? Uh, you and I spoke um, about the corners. We were looking quite sharp. I think John Suter and Leon King um, had a couple of unlucky efforts. Um, we were away by the defenders and David Marshall as well. So at that point, I'm thinking the Rangers are, are maybe going to go and stamp their authority on the game. And, I mean, we were both frustrated where we dominate the ball, uh, but there was just no intensity. We didn't look to go and, go and kill them off early on. We were very comfortable playing through the middle. Um, and, and with that, a lot of you know, 
meaningless five, ten-yard passes. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Obviously, let's get to the, the half-hour mark uh, when we take the lead now. Let's move before the talking out the, the goal from our captain, the, the foul before it. There seems to have been some um, punditry on Sky Sports and obviously Lee Johnson in the press press room after claiming that it wasn't a foul. I mean, what, what's your thoughts? It looked a foul to me. I mean, if, if Connor go. Uh, no, if Leon King was to do that to Kevin Isbitt, for example, it wouldn't be a conversation. Um, it's a clear foul as far as I'm concerned. Even if it was a foul at the time, you showed me the replay back and the the hips players, he's a, it's a two-arm push. So the left hand comes out and pushes and then the right forearm comes across. It's, it's half push, half clothesline. There's argument and say there's not a lot of power behind it, but it doesn't even matter. It's still, it's still a foul. It's still stopping Todd Campbell. Um, getting by him without um, using his body he's got his hands raised I've got to say as well part of me feels that Todd Cantwell's going to be the next player in the Premier League who's going to be widely detested throughout because of his quality and it seems like he's going to have this label that he goes down easily he's too skillful for a lot his quality shows through and if you're telling me that's not a foul then I don't know what a foul is two hands on the chest but look enough about that uh, the free kick itself I think there was a video shared from uh, on social media about Tav telling Hadji to trust me before he hit the free kick, and what a free kick it was. Honestly, that's, I know this isn't the time or place for it, but I can't understand why uh, why people would want to move to Aberdeen Road, and this is just one of the many reasons. Um, his deliveries of late for corners and free kicks, and and his execution if he kicks as well this was beautiful I know David Marshall has to do so much better and absolutely um, he does but the balls for having to try it and it's all fine and well saying that David Marshall has to have a stronger hand on it and Tavernier makes it difficult we're getting the pace on it as well it's, it's so finely placed but getting getting the speed of the ball on that as well just it, it does make it difficult for Marshall like it's easy to speak about Marshall and him having a fag before the free kick, etc. But look, the, the placement was unbelievable. And I think on Tav's 400 appearance to score a free kick at Easter Road uh, after that first goal on his debut for Rangers at poetic. Easter Road is poetic. And yeah, I don't think we can say enough about James Tavernier, to be honest. But look, moving on, just before half time, I think we tweeted that um, Lowry was warming up, maybe possible substitution. It didn't happen, so it's likely it was precautionary. However, um, I think a, a lot of the gallant few followers had suggested maybe Hadji would, would be deserving coming off. Not a great impression. How did you see Hadji's first half performance? So, you know, I'm, I'm quite biased when it comes to Yanis Hadji, but I didn't think he was, he was great in the first half. Um, even I could admit that. And I, I probably would have liked to have seen him go off at half-time for maybe Lowry or, or Arfield, excuse me. Um, it's, I was was surprised to see him uh, come come back on, but I thought he's Michael Beal was justified in his and his decision to keep him on. He took his role so so well, and he was speaking in the press conference afterwards about the emotion attached to that goal for not just Yanis Hadji but for the team as well. He's a very very well liked player in that dressing room, isn't he? He is, and yeah, look, it's I think it's worth touching on just how much it meant to him clearly. Uh, you could see the emotion in his eyes and 
yeah, as you've said, Bill said, like he's a well liked player in our uh, dressing room, and it meant a lot to players. But he did take the goal well. I mean, after the rebound, quite awkward coming back to him. He took it well. Lovely finish. It was, and that's what that, that is what you get for Yanis Hadji. And it's, I think we need to remember the player we were getting, the the performances we were getting for him before his injury. He's never going to be a and these production or Ryan Jack, where he's just involved in everything to start to finish. He will drift in and out of games, but what he can do is he's he, he can be clinical when it matters. He can pop up with a moment of magic when it matters, um, and he can he can be quite decent off the ball too. Um, and he's I think just I think it kind of sums up his Arsenal quite well. He's he's got the shot away with his right foot, and then instinctively he's got. The, got the goal with his left foot, he's, he does, he's got a range of passing and range of shooting as well, that is what you get for Yannis Hadji. Yeah, so obviously the next half an hour, um, maybe not largely eventful, but um, how do you think we controlled the game at 2-0? Um, I, I said to you that once we went to 2-0, I don't see Hibs coming back in there at all. I thought um, Hibs, to be fair, were probably looking a bit dangerous in the first half and were maybe making us a bit nervous at times, but... Um, no, I thought the, we were going to take the wind right out of ourselves at 2-0 and I, I think Rangers were comfortable. Um, it's the time margins. When you play like we did in the first half, um, where it was kind of slow, lack of energy, we dominate the ball, you don't have the same nervousness when you're 2-0 up with that. I think it's well worth noting, obviously at 2-0, McCrory makes a couple of really solid saves. Now, I thought he was a bit nervy specifically early on with a couple of crosses in the first half, but... Um, at 2-0, I mean, that save specifically, I think it was Nisbet's header. Um, he also tipped one over the bar. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Do you see him as number one next season, or do you think we're going to get some deals in? I think... I, I don't like the idea of Robbie McCrory being the undisputed number one. I think if we get somebody in... And McCrory and A and other challenges for it. Um, because I do think McCrory does have to. It's maybe a bit unfair here saying raise his game. Um, it's not what I mean, but he's done everything he's asked him, he's been asked of, really, but he has to. He's got a long way to go to get to Alan McGregor levels, and I think that's the levels we should be going to get for a Rangers goalkeeper. He doesn't get that if he's no push, so. I think for me he's definitely in a conversation, but if it is Jack Butland, I know that's a very popular name, but we need somebody by high calibre to come in and, and 
push against Robbie McCrory. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, uh, pushing into the last five minutes of the game, Mr Todd Cantwell, uh, the guy who is slowly and surely becoming an absolute fan favourite. I think everyone adores him. The quality he brings is unbelievable. And yet another goal or goal contribution today with uh, showing a lot of good awareness. Uh, how did you see his goal? Uh, it's, he just thinks at a different speed for the rest of the Rangers players, doesn't he? He's, he's got all the talent in the world, but I think where really marks the difference to Todd Gamwell, he's, he's like a snooker player, he, he's like two or three steps ahead and you know, just having the awareness and the the reactions to get to the end of that ball, um, like the, the rebound, and I think he deserved a goal today as well. I think um, he's definitely in the conversation of man in the match, not quite my man in the match, but um, it's just another... The, the biggest compliment I can say is another Cantwell-esque performance. Um, he's, from start to finish, I think uh, he was involved in the game and everything we we created, he had some some part to play in it, whether he's getting the move going or he's linking up with... I thought he linked up with um, Tavenier so well today. He um, allowed Tavenier to get forward some of the, the passes between the, the two and John Lundson as well. Um, Todd Cantwell, he's... He's just a player. I don't really know how else I can say it. So you've obviously mentioned about Cantwell close to being man in the match, which I don't think many would disagree. But look, um, Super got that in the end. Obviously, look, he's hopefully going to be a really big player for us. Been very unfortunate with injury, but looked absolutely solid today. How do you see Suter going for us next season and beyond? I I do I do like Suter, and I have enjoyed how he's been playing over the last few few weeks um, when, when he has been featured and I think he compliments Wilson really well. I think the um, difference between Suter and Davis is um, you know, Suter does, while they're both probably similar on the ball, Suter does have that siege defending in him when it's needed and he is a bit more ruthless at the back. Um, I thought it was interesting today being, him being the lead centre-half and I thought he he controlled the back line so well, which is something we usually expect for Conor Goldson. And when Goldson's not there, we do see that drop off a cliff. But I thought he spoke Leon Kine right through the game so well. And I think Kine had a, a really decent game. And you can see the difference between playing somebody like, playing alongside somebody like John Suter than it is James Sands. Um, the only question mark over John Suter is how much is he going to be available. But if he does stay available, we've got an absolute asset on our hands. Obviously, we conceded late on a consolation for Hibs. Do you think that maybe took the shine off a wee bit? And how disappointed do you think McCrory will be finally conceding a goal? I'm sure he was probably eyeing certain records for clean sheets. So, um, how do you think he'll be feeling after that? I, I was uh, nicknaming him the, the Virgin uh, McCrory after all the clean sheets, but that's um, I spoke too soon. Um, I do like how livid he was um, at conceding that goal which ultimately meant nothing um, it's very Alan McGregor-esque you do want somebody to take pride and no losing any goals regardless of the situation but the, the goal for me doesn't take shine after Graham um, it would have been nice to have a clean sheet but it didn't alter the game or the outcome at all So yeah that was Easter Road 3-1 uh, away great three points again good um, good finish to the season and look all this is um, hopefully going to give some optimism going into next season and I think a big summer ahead but 
Look, as obviously we're on the M8, we're headed back to Glasgow, to Ibrox. Hopefully we're going to see a lot of you guys there. But Colin, how excited are you? Obviously, we've got a chance to, for the women's team to win uh, back-to-back league titles. There's three teams involved, Glasgow City being one of them. Uh, two points ahead of us. We're levelling points with Celtic, but a goal to the good. So, I mean, you'd like to think a good win today. Hopefully sees it over the line for us. Are you excited? Excited in a brown trouser kind of way. The nerves are starting to um, uh, it's starting to sink in because it's uh, it's a huge game for the women's women's team. And let's be honest, if the, the way the, the season was going about five six weeks ago, if you gave us a chance to win the lead with the last game of the season, the way it was going, I think we all would have had the handoff. Um, but now it's you know it's um, you know while we might have the nerves in the stand, I hope the the players just channel that energy and go in and don't focus on what's happening in the parkhead. All they need to do is just win their own game time, win comfortably. Um, but I'm excited to see how it pans out. It's, you know, hopefully the the muscle memory kicks in for for the Rangers women. Um, won the league last year, got the league cup under their belt now as well this season. Going to a second trophy, uh, a two, and then would set us up nicely for the Scottish Cup final. So hopefully, yeah. Hopefully the big game mentality that this group of players has will start to kick in again. It's been consistency, it's been a problem this year, but here's hoping um, we we put that to bed. You're right in terms of consistency, but I think for me, certainly in the last few weeks, the the women have really turned it on, um, specifically the result last week against Hearts. That was a a Hearts team that have taken points off us a couple of times this season, including not three weeks ago with a last-minute... Um, equaliser that, that those two points would have been vital to be fair so look I think we'll turn it on Glasgow City are in a bit of a poor run so look I think if we play our game we can certainly get the, the result we want and look obviously coming down to goal difference is going to add that um, certain nervousness to the to the game but look we're going to have from from what we last year over 12,000 fans at ten Ibrooks today for our women's team which I think is amazing and uh, the game is certainly on that. So do you see a hopefully a great atmosphere and stuff for for Ibrox today, Tom? I think so. It's pretty much in front of the Sandy's Garden stand, and then um, trickling through into the uh, the open to the Brimwin. I think it will be a great atmosphere, and I, I think if we have you know the, how much I've seen and I've been lucky enough to be at a couple of women's games at Ibrox, they do respond well to our crowd. So I think. Um, you know, I think it's probably the same as the men's team, where you know the the energy between the fans and the the players is is quite a two way street. Like one when one's up for it, it feeds into the from the terraces to the pitch or vice versa, and then we'll get a bit of energy back, and it's a two way street. So I hope that's the case today. Um, and Ibrox is electric. What's the score going to be? Um, it's a hard game. Like as much as. Glasgow City have been on a poor run of form. It's, they, they are still a top team. Having said that, I'm going to go 4 1 Rangers, and I'm hoping that'll be enough. Me too. Um, look, hopefully, you've enjoyed this um, short on the road pod. Uh, the guys will be on later, hopefully, um, probably discussing in more detail uh, the victory Easter Road today, and hopefully, um, discussing a title win for all women um, hope you enjoy the game if you can see it and we'll catch you soon take care guys
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.